0: On today's episode of the Off Black podcast, we discuss the quarantine blues, hashtag justice for Drea, and America's favorite pastime, black fishing. <laughs> Don, what do you have for offbeat for us today?
1: So guys, today we're going to get into girl groups and why they can't seem to last as long as their male counterparts. So I want to open up a conversation about why, why that is, um, is it society, is it the girl groups individually, and how do we feel about that? So I cannot wait to dive into that topic.
0: Yeah, let's get into it, guys. Stay tuned.
2: All I see is black and white. Ooh. Black and white. Black and white. Ah.
1: hey guys we're back episode 3 of black the podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in Thank you. we are so excited to have you guys back and as usual thank you so much for all the love all the positivity you guys have been sending we're so glad you guys are enjoying it so far it has been a definite passion project for us both Amen. but we're super excited that you guys are enjoying it so can okay, nicole checking in you good over there
0: I'm good, I'm good. You've been quarantined and chilling. What's been going on over in your neck of the woods?
1: Oh, my gosh. I feel like we're at the point now where um, the mentally strong are being separated from the <laughs> mentally weak. Because the quarantine in my house has gotten to, like, it's epic getting real. proportions. It's getting real. My roommates are, you know, crawling up the walls. Everybody's bored, <laughs> irritable. And I feel like I'm, like, the person walking through, like, with the the torch, to the light, like, hey, guys, it's okay. Oh, everything's <laughs> right going to be guys. Okay. It's so dark in here. I'm like, let's light it up, y'all. And if I'm the person that's being positive and keeping the light, then that, we know we bad because right. I'm good to stay in my room and chill, but I'm like, let me come out here and talk to these fools because everybody is like.
0: Are they on so edge? Impressed. Are people like arguing? Yeah, or nobody's
1: really arguing. Everybody's having like individual arguments. I hear them on the phones with the people, and I hear like just everybody's stressed out, frustrated. You're you on know, edge, a lot of us yeah. are laid off as well, and you know, yeah. our landlord has not lifted any kind of wiggle room on the on the rent. Nothing. It's like today's the first. Um, I don't know what to tell y'all, but I'm gonna need my Your money on time, please.
0: Yeah, Thank I mean, you. I live in an apartment. It's a corporation, so it's not a, a private yes. owner, but. I think the only quote slack they were giving people was um, allowing them to pay a little bit later, like a couple, like a couple days, not like even weeks, like a few days after, like the year. It was nothing, and then they were, you know, I think they sent out a letter to everyone letting them know, you know, oh, you can apply for unemployment. Like I think people already know that. Uh, like yeah. oh, thanks, you know. But I felt bad. I mean, like, like I, I've, I've said before, me being a healthcare worker, so. I am blessed that I'm still working, but I know how tough it is for everybody. And personally, um, I work in Claremont um, and I went to BJ's yesterday, which is like a Costco Mm -hmm. or um, like a Sam's Club. So I go in there and I don't know if you guys um, have heard about this or if you've heard about this, but there's been a rash of people looting
1: Oh my God. Are you serious?
0: There's been people looting in Italy. There's people looting here in the States. It started like up
1: north. Okay, Italy, yes, because they're in. They're like they're, in
0: they're deep in it.
1: They're deep in it. But we are not at he, that point yet. Well, my God! No,
0: no, no, Don. You're not at that point yet. You have oh to understand that there's people who literally live strictly
1: mm-hmm.
0: paycheck to paycheck, and without oh, one, yeah. without just one paycheck, they're done for. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, but you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Relatable, but yeah. But, but the good news is you have family. Like perhaps right, you could call your mom. Perhaps yeah. you could call an aunt. There's people who don't. I'm not just out yeah. there. Some people are just you're not out just, there. Right. You're not just out here by yourself. So yeah. I'm at bj's and bj's like i said it's like a costco or like a sam's club it's you know a bulk wholesale store right so i'm walking in and i've been there a thousand times because i'm an activities director and i'm always buying in bulk it's what i do i go to the store like five times a week sometimes like crazy stuff um for my residents so anyway i'm walking in and i notice they have armed guards at bj's and i'm oh like
2: gosh. it's so, it's so like, scary. It's like
0: for me it was like sensory overload because i'm like yeah the things that are so normal now to us are no longer normal and so i'm walking into bj's and i see the arm guard and i'm like this is weird like why do they have arm guards at bj's but then i remember hearing the stories i'm like that, that's clearly what's going on mm-hmm. so i'm like filling up my car with all the shit from my nursing home you know right and i'm coming out and well I'm, I know, I'm still checking out and as i'm checking out i can hear this man's voice and a lady and they're like get the fuck off me Ooh. and i'm like what the fuck is that? It's like the know, apocalypse. Dude. Right. And everyone's on edge, you know, because people are number one panic Where buying. Are we? People in there are already panic buying and already stressed the hell out because you're probably trying to budget your money and figure yeah. out life. Yeah. And the lady behind me, she's like shook. I'm shook. I'm like scanning rapidly fast at yeah, <laughs> this point, trying to get out the door. <laughs> so I finally get up to the front. And I see, um, it looked like there was like a middle aged couple, Caucasian couple, and they just look like very normal people. But just like at Costco or anywhere else, you know, they have to check off your receipt, you mm-hmm. know, when you walk out the door. Mm-hmm. So they tried to like skip out and not have their receipt checked. Because when I walked up and the lady was checking my receipt, I said, What's going on? Like whispering to her, you know. Right.
2: And trying she's to get like, the yeah. tea.
0: So she's like, Oh, they're, they were trying to like dip out and not get their receipt checked. And now we have armed security. So they stopped them. Now, mm-hmm rightfully, they could have just kept going because the right. armed security really can't...
1: They really can't do Do nothing. anything? Like, but I it, can go to my it, car, and what you gonna do? But
0: I think they're banking on the intimidation factor. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. yeah, so they stopped, and they're, like, going off, you know, defending themselves verbally, saying crazy stuff. Yeah. Then the police come up, and remember, this is these are no longer arrestable offenses. Right. So the police were literally just standing there with their hands behind their back, like, talking to them, and I'm like, this... Is the start of something really ugly.
1: Yeah, that's scary. Dude. And we're
0: gonna see if we're not careful, the ugly side of that society, story when, society chills. when society starts breaking down. Because mm-hmm. even after that, when I was on my way home, I had to go by Walmart. I've been avoiding Walmart at all costs these past that's few awful, weeks. Yeah. Because I know that it's gonna be freaky, scary, and I just don't wanna look at it. But I had to go to Walmart for some personal stuff. So I go to Walmart and I had not been there. So I walk up and, you know, Walmart usually has those two entrances, like the home garden area and then like the pharmacy right. and grocery, whatever, however they divide right, right, it, there's right. always two entrances. They blocked off one of them. So there's only one entrance, one exit out of those double doors on one side of the building. Mm-hmm. So you have to go down. They have all this caution tape, like caution tape everywhere. It's just, it's it's yeah, already yeah. alarming just looking right. at the place. Yeah. So then they've like made a makeshift ramp with the, the caution tape showing people, ushering go them in. in and ha- yeah. and had, have you seen that? The
1: one at my house is like that too. I have and a neighborhood so, Walmart right, by my so house. So I go
0: inside. Like Mind you, I haven't been in Walmart in weeks. So I finally yeah. go in last night and I'm just looking around. I see everyone wearing masks and everyone wearing gloves and you see some empty shelves. And I'm like... I can feel my chest getting tight. I can feel the anxiety mm-hmm. like coming over. Everybody
1: me. is tense. It's the energy and I'm like, in the air. The, in, like, yeah, and
0: I can I can see the panic buying. I can see the filled cars. and I'm like, whoo, like Jesus, yeah. come get us, Lord. Yeah, I was like, I haven't felt it yet in that in that intense kind of way that I almost felt emotional. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, I feel like I'm gonna cry right yeah. now, and I I don't think I had felt that before. And so like I got after I got what I needed, I got in my car I just like and like I feel like as a people sometimes especially black people sometimes Mm -hmm. we feel like being fearful is a negative thing Mm -hmm. that we should be fearless or you know we should lean to God or you know because that's how we're kind of conditioned to be Mm -hmm. and I feel like Fear is a normal human emotion and that you should just allow it to come over you, feel it, and then do whatever you do that calms yourself down afterward. Like whether you meditate, whether you pray, whatever it is that you do Mm -hmm. for you um, and then just kind of mellow out. But I don't think we should be afraid to feel, you know, like if you're afraid, be afraid. It's Mm -hmm. okay, but don't live in it. Mm -hmm. have you been feeling like have you felt any of that anxiety
1: listen i am right there with you i was at walmart a couple days ago and it's just so weird so it's a neighborhood walmart but it's right by my house and it's costume tape everywhere they got like a whole walk in this way there's signs with instructions and now there's a limit they can only have a max of i think like It was 250 the first week. Now it's like 60 people or something. Like they're letting people in, and there's somebody standing outside guarding the door. Not armed guards, but like okay, only this you gotta wait till somebody comes out. Like they're monitoring who goes in, who comes out, and everybody has masks on and gloves, and it's just scary. Like it is. It's not helping that I, of course, since I've been locked down, all I want to watch is like you know Netflix Armageddon, End of the World type stuff. Stop. And so yeah. (laughs) And like on the show Containment, it's freaky because it's like, am I watching a movie, a TV show, or a CNN? Because the same, it's the same exact verbiage that they're using for what's happening now, mm. and it's about quarantining a city and trying to close in a pandemic um, that's getting out of control, and it's like covered up because they try to blame it on another country, and actually it wasn't the other country; it was some stuff that uh, came up with yeah, here, yeah. and now it's out of control, and. Everybody's wearing masks and stuff, and it's an airborne thing. Yeah. And it's just very similar to right now. And yeah. so I'm just like, okay, I need to stop watching this stuff. But at the same time, like, we need to be really serious about it. Like, it's getting closer and closer to home every time.
0: Right, because in the beginning, I used to think, like, I turned off my notifications to, like, CNN and, um like, all the, the, the news networks. I turned off all my, my notifications because at first it was kind of overwhelming me. And I was like, I don't need this in my spirit. It's yeah. too negative, da, da, da. And then the past few days, I'm like, turn all your notifications the hell on. Because at this point, we need to be so informed. Like, yeah. girl, but we'll get into that.
1: The key with the news is to stay informed and not, like you said in the first part, stay in fear. Yeah. Because I do feel like, and this is not a conspiracy theory, it's just facts. The news is a scare tactic. I feel like the media, everything is there to frame what you how you should feel about a certain subject. Yeah. So they want you to watch this and feel this kind of way about it. And I feel like... A lot of that is scare tactics but there's also information in there that we need to know what you know what's going on at least what they're telling you so that you know how to react prepare for yourself whatever like I'm big on like not watching the news not following CNN, scene and all that stuff because right. I'm like it's depressing I'm not doing it but since this has started I'm like okay this is clearly like the end times I'm so let you. me just keep up with what's going on but still maintaining my own sanity center which i do want to say also i tweeted this out a couple days ago if you guys know anybody that is dealing with any mental health struggles i feel like every human being has them but people that are you know are struggling with their mental health like reach out check on them it's not your responsibility but just you know say hey how you doing because also um,
0: just a little nugget check on your friends that are in abusive relationships during this time I know there's something that might be taboo and people may not, but it's real. If you know someone that is going through that and they're having to be at home all the time,
1: and I mean, check on them. And I mean, those a lot of people probably don't even know, so I yeah. feel like just check on your But if, you, but
0: your if you do know, if yeah. you do know, yeah, check on them.
1: I feel like just check on your people. We don't know how everybody's handling no. this being in the house stuff and I have had to like create things to keep myself going. I'm not ashamed at all to talk about my you know, mm-hmm. mental health like what I've been going through mm-hmm. and I have to create like routines. Like I go for like a little walk run every morning. I try to meditate. Like I have to get things in place because if you sit in one spot and just start thinking about how bad it is or listen to the news and You'll watch it all day anything. late, like it'll start slowly eating away at you. So um I feel like like I said, I live with people, so I'm trying to be like the bright light in the house, like we're gonna be okay, guys. We're all gonna get through this you whether are I believe the bright it or light not. God. <laughs> We are gonna figure this out. I gotta keep saying it out loud so that I don't, you know, lose the last fibers of my mind. You so. won't, you won't. <laughs> We're out here. It's gonna be okay, guys. Um just hang in there. But yeah, corona is something else. I didn't I had no idea. If you had told me a month ago, I mean I'm not surprised by like crazy shit happening at this point, but I'm just saying like life can change so fast. So man. quickly. Like
0: And this this kind of slides us into one of our off topics that we can go ahead and get into. So as it pertains to the coronavirus. I have been seeing a lot. And I, I do want to give a shout out to um, a blogger that I follow religiously for years now. And that's that lovely T L O V E L Y T I. And she, um, Cardi B actually gave her a shout out recently, which I thought was dope. Mm, um, was nice. Yeah, she was on live and she's like, y'all need to follow. Because she's the only YouTube blogger that is going there. And a lot of other YouTubers are even saying go to her because they're too afraid to really talk about it because you're afraid of giving false information. Mm-hmm. And it's such a touchy subject w- with the conspiracy side of it that you really don't want to touch it as a YouTuber because you're like, you don't want that backlash.
1: And they're also monitoring YouTube now. Yeah. If anybody knows, I'm a diehard. had to cut you off. But no, you're point. good. You're good. With your point. I'm a diehard YouTuber. Mm-hmm. And it's not as easy to find the conspiracy videos, nope. anything. And then she's talked about that, that too. So they're they're pulling people's stuff down. That's so, why she, and she, she actually just started a podcast because of that. Yeah, because just yeah. in case it happens, she can mm-hmm. go to a different media. She medium. can always go to the they podcast. They are yanking down YouTube videos and stuff. Now that's what that's what scared me, made me think like, Oh, this might be a little bit serious because I was digging and looking for stuff and I couldn't find it. And I'm nope. like, they're yanking no. people's they're shit. They're yanking down. it. They're
0: yanking it. Which
1: means we're well, just smoke that's fire, yeah, but
0: Exactly. But anyway. So long story short, what's happening um is over in China right now, they are working to deflect as much as they can, okay? So the Chinese government doesn't really want to take any responsibility for the coronavirus virus whatsoever, the spread, how it happened, where it happened, nothing at all. Um, they have this app in China that's called WeChat. So WeChat is used as a a tracking method for their citizens, and it's also used as social media. Mm -hmm. So if you ask me, we're kind of already there with Facebook and Instagram and everything else. But anyway, so they had this cartoon that went viral on WeChat. So the cartoon basically consisted of one of their um, city workers that are cleaning up the city, you know, the sidewalks and spraying down everything and with their hazmat suit on. And it had like three different bins behind it for like foreigners and the garbage so, like, one image of the cartoon person is, like, picking up a white person with blonde hair and, like, tossing them in the trash. That's cleaning up the city. Then another image is of them picking up a black person and throwing them in the trash. Wait,
1: and who made these images? This is in China. Right, but I, I mean, I where did this who, come from? It,
0: like, it's going viral and it's only on, on their Chinese Okay.
1: App.
0: So, it's whoever in China made it. So, that went viral in China and then someone, you know, spilled it over. Like, look, look at what's going viral on the Chinese side of it. Well, what's also happening is black people. I mean, some foreigners as well that are um, white, like Russian, German, that are there. Even the white Americans um, are facing some of this as well, but disproportionately compared to the black people. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see the videos that are being that are surfacing, it's really just the Kenyans, the Nigerians that are there on school for pass. They are. Were, they are refusing to give them medical treatment. So you see this one video this pregnant black lady and her husband, and they're standing outside of a hospital. They can't mm. even go inside the hospital. And the Chinese worker has their mask and gown and everything on, and she's like, no. And he's like, but my wife is pregnant. Like, we need to... And it was a gynecology hospital. It's a mm. gynecology hospital. Mm. So it was like an OBGYN, and they were refusing to let them come in at all. So then they were selling... The, another vendor you see on the street, like, selling masks, and they were giving out masks to, like, people... To, and the black people walk up to get masks and they're like, no. Mm. All of the students who were there in college received a notice that said that you needed to be tested for the coronavirus mm. um, and that like they like, couldn't refuse. It was mandatory, but it was only for the black students mm. because they're claiming, quote, quote, that the resurfacing of the, uh, the new wave of the coronavirus is now going on in China is coming from them. Of it's course. It's only coming from the black people. Of course. So um the student's like so you only want to test me because i'm black now here's uh, the tip this is where lovely t really when i was looking at a part that she put in was i didn't know that china had sent contaminated test kits to the uk with coronavirus in them testing kits so who's to say that the, these t- these kids that you're testing these kids with in college are not contaminated with the coronavirus and this is just a way to spin that narrative further that oh look it's coming from the black people Now, swing on over to America. Disproportionately, black people are dying from the coronavirus. I think that we as a people at this point, and I'm just going to be honest, need to wake up and see what the fuck is going on. Because if they're blaming us over in China and somewhere or another now over here, we as a people are being attacked in the numbers by dying disproportionate rates, this at some point will become... A black thing. This is the way it's going. This is the way the world is trying to push this narrative. Mm-hmm. Not just black, but also Latino. So anyone of color. <clears throat> so my thing is this. Because if this becomes... this is I have, I have sickle cell disease. And the reason I say what I'm saying is that if this becomes a, quote, black thing, you won't see as much treatment for it. Mm-mm. If this becomes a black thing... Now, hopefully, scientifically, we're not that dumb. Okay? This is not a, a, a disease that you're born with. This isn't cancer or something you just... Get this is actually contagious. It's 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 respiratory. So the fact that we're even going there is insane to me. I'm like, are we really? Are we there? Like, are we that dumb? Are we there as a world that we're really gonna blame this inadvertently on people of color? Like, how do you feel about? all I know that was a lot.
1: Oh, listen, but I'm just like, how does this make you feel? And I have a lot yeah. of feelings about this. So. Let me just take a sip. Right. Because I feel like...
0: Woo! Take a sip. All
1: right. I don't want to go... I don't want to, like, do the most. I'm just trying to think, like... Hmm. It makes me really sad, um, but it doesn't surprise me, like, one bit. And uh, this is where I try really hard not to be cynical about life, because when you get too cynical about things... Right. ...then you just get to a a fuck it point, and you don't want to care about anything. But at the same time, it's very hard for me to look somebody a black person... (laughs) We ain't going to even say color, a black person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In the face. And have to have the conversation of waking up, right? like and people are like, oh, I don't believe that. Or I'm not doing or, that's That's a conspiracy. It, it drives like, me
0: crazy.
1: I mean, all POCs, basically, but specifically black people, our entire existence in this country is a conspiracy. Nothing about us being here, about what we've been told, is accurate. And we know that. And we make jokes about it. There's memes about it. like mm-hmm. It's like comedy that, like, you know the shit is fucked up and you know we never got like we haven't got our just due anti-blackness is just so like in threaded in American culture and in global culture that it's just like so normal so as much as you like the way what you just said was beautiful and I, just, I really 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 would love for people to see that and it be the wake up call but I feel like it's not going to be that I thought like people choose to look the other direction and they want to believe in whatever fantasy they want to believe in but we got to keep it a book we have always been at the bottom of the totem pole. And we continue to be at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just in the same way. Worldwide. Uh, worldwide, everywhere you go. So it's very easy to pass the so buck. Now, the finger. Now, I'm also going to say, I don't know the Chi- if the Chinese came up with the corner. I don't know, but I don't know about that for sure. Because I don't trust nothing nobody tells us about no. anything. It could have came from anywhere. It's true. But I'm saying I'm not surprised by the world blaming them. So let's pass the buck to some black people. Because... Every major disease that's been introduced mm-hmm. into us has become a black disease. Uh, HIV and AIDS. Black people are the leading uh, race that dies from that. Cancer. Right. All kinds of cancer. Any kind of cancer. African Americans are the leading... Co- and it's, it's like, we're not susceptible to stuff anymore than anybody else. That stuff is introduced into our communities. But I don't want to get into like a whole conspiracy kind of thing. I'm just saying, like we have to really be honest out here. Google the uh, Tuskegee Airmen
2: mm-hmm. and the damn
1: syphilis um, trials and stuff they were injecting them with. Like, we, it's always been. Facts are not. We used to be in zoos. Like, come on. Like, I don't want to go too deep into it. I'm just saying, like, for we, me and you, we're intellectual. And mm-hmm. A lot of people out here are intellectual and they, and they will catch on and they can verbalize it. But I feel like Betty and Joe Beer Can, the average POC American person, everybody's just trying to get by do what they can do, and just want to believe that, you know, the government has us and everything's okay. And it's like, no, we have to take care of ourselves. I think
0: it's not out of ignorance that black people- It's willful ignorance. well, Well, that, but I also think it's just out of fear. Because if we tell the truth about what we really know in our hearts about what's going on, we have to accept it. And accepting and it is so hard. You have
1: to accept it and you have to do something about it. Yeah. Once you become mm-hmm. aware of something, yep. now you are responsible for that information. Exactly. So if I don't acknowledge this, then it ain't there. Right. But as long as, as soon as I'm made aware of something, it's like, okay, so what What are, what are you going to do about it? That's why, you know, cancel culture and that whole thing. We're going to get into that on a different podcast. I have a lot to say about that, but it ties into it. Mm-hmm. It's very much, it's very easy For people to retweet something or like something and move on and be like, yeah, this this is crazy. But what are your daily actions? Like, do you really believe what you're saying? Do you want to make a difference? Or do you want to sit back and just believe what we're being told? So, want more for yourselves. That's all I'm saying. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't want to be cynical about it because I want to have hope. But at the same time, it's like, y'all, look around. Like, is this not scary to anybody else? Right. Like, and how much, how much worse does it have to get before people are going to be like, okay, so maybe this is a problem.
0: Yeah, maybe it's a thing. Yeah. And I, I just want to touch on also, you know, over in China, like I was saying about the, the xenophobia that's going on with people of color and foreigners in, in general. Um, they're also, the landlords are evicting people of color. Mm. So some, in some places in China that are, you know how like we have like little Haiti and stuff like that, like in mm-hmm. Miami, and they yeah, have like Chinatown in yeah. New York. Some cities in China are um, really populated heavily with people from Africa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so what kills me is, you know, because like I said, landlords are putting people out. You see people in the streets in sleeping bags. There's videos. I mean, you can, a simple Google search, you guys can see the stuff for yourself. But um, you see a lot of people like commenting and saying they should just go home. Like they should just go back to Africa. And I'm like, you know... Our own people are saying that, but if that were the other way around, if there were Asian people here being discriminated against, we wouldn't tell them that, Mm -mm. you know, it would be like, they've set up roots here. They have a business here. They have a family. How dare you tell them to go home? This is their home. And that's how I feel about the people in, the black people in China. You know, I just feel like that's really, really racist because Mm -hmm. we're black, you know, we need to quote go home well that is their home that's where they live that's That's where where they're raising their family so who are we to say that they don't need to be there the chinese government and what kills me is i was looking at the world health organization today you know they went live and giving their little one two step update and i'm like nobody's talking about this Mm -hmm. where were all the asian influencers now that were just coming out advocating for all the xenophobia in america that we're just really you know hurting the chinese people and we're being racist when trump wanted to close the borders to china oh that's racist oh you can't do that blah 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 well where the fuck is everybody now Mm -hmm. when it when it's something for us when this is directly indirectly you know disproportionately affecting people of color you don't hear karuchi tran out now and she is half where's her black side you like this is the shit that I can't stand is the selective outrage. Like if we're gonna be mad, be mad about it all. Mm-hmm. In America, we should not be wrongly attacking Asian people living in America. No, but also Asian people should not be wrongly attacking Black people living in right. China. You know, wrong is wrong, and I'm like we we can't have it both ways.
1: You can't have it both ways, and it goes into the like two wrongs to make a right type nope. of thing too. Because like me, if I me. Seeing a Chinese person next to me <laughs> at the stoplight, I look over there and flip them off. Is that stopping the coronavirus from passing around? Right. No, what did I'm I just
0: gain from I'm that? I'm
1: just being a dick. Like, I don't want to demonize the Chinese people over this. Like, because it gives me the same vibes, to be honest, about 2001, 9 11 <laughs> times, when um we threw this all out assault on Muslim people. Yep, same thing. And, um, you know, Just, like, basically the whole religion of Islam. Like, we just, we, there was an agenda to put their face on that, and we all, I remember being on planes, and people not wanting to sit next to them, and, like, people making comments, people wanting to leave. Like, I remember all that stuff going on at the time, and people still make, you know, awful comments about Muslim people to this day. And that's ridiculous. So, this, that's why I'm not too quick to jump on the, like, um, chinese people because i'm like i've seen this before america's really good at at making the face of something whoever they want to be deflecting and the point is it's out here now it is what it is and we have to take care of ourselves and as far as the 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 black people dying more proportionally than that's just how it's always been i hate to say what was me but of course they are and we're so used to that that's why we're not outraged anymore it's just like they've convinced us that we're susceptible to everything you know what I mean it's just like nobody questions anything that they're being told it's just like oh yeah that's just that sucks it's like no it's more to it than that but y'all gotta want more but again so
0: I wanted to play this real quick clip and then we'll be out um, off this topic anyway so this is our surgeon general Jerome Adams today and he's talking about you know as people of color what we can do to kind of you know Flatten the curve and all that. But I want to just play this code because I want to get you guys' opinion on his verbiage that he used. So let me know if you feel like this was racially inflammatory or was he just talking. So I'm going to play this real quick.
2: Six feet of others. Wash your hands more often than you ever dreamed possible. Avoid alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. And call your friends and family. Check in on your mother. She wants to hear from you right now. And speaking of mothers, we need you to do this, if not for yourself. Than for your abuela. Do it for your granddaddy. <laughs> Do it for your big mama. Do it for your pop pop. We need you to understand, especially in communities of color, we
1: need you to step up and help stop the spread so that we can protect those who are most vulnerable.
0: So, yeah. Ooh, I, I, and before that, I, I didn't even play it, I'm not going to play it, but he, he talked about, you know, uh, in communities of color that we need to stop drinking and smoking. Because apparently that's just a people of color thing, you know? Right. I, I didn't know that, but now I know that, you know?
1: <laughs> if he was on, like, his Instagram live page and he was talking like this to, like, his followers and stuff, it'd be like, okay, that's cool But you're thing.
0: the surgeon general. Like, when you're general. doing a
1: press conference talking like this, mm-hmm. it's like, that's the shit I was just talking about. Yeah. Like, you know what that gave me the vibes of? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Undercover Brother? No, he's definitely the Undercover Brother. But no, have you
0: seen the movie, though? Yes,
1: I've seen Remember, it. Remember, like, when the, he switched the
0: colonel? Up. Oh, yeah. And he
1: was gonna run for president, and then <laughs> the man got a hold of him, and all of a sudden he was like, I'm gonna open a chicken restaurant. Right, he just and changed up real being quick. so stereotypical, mm-hmm. it's just like, if you're gonna get up here and try and relate to us, to try and get a message out to the, which, again... Why are you up on the national stage giving a message directly to people of color? It's to put that idea in our head that we are already susceptible. Right. we're beneath. Right. It's like, hey, let me address you guys because y'all are the ones that are getting it. It's right. like it's y'all. It's kinda... a certain
0: type of black people, not me. And that's what the that's the vibe he gave.
1: I mean, not even about him. It's no, just... but that's the
0: vibe he gave because he is a black man. He so is. for you to talk down to us about our abuela and our big mama, I'm like, excuse
1: me. Well, see, man? I didn't even get it like that. I took that as no. a, a white person somewhere probably wrote script for him and Mm-mm. he's reading that's it out exactly but how I take if it. y'all are catching what he's saying it's it's not him that is personally being anti-black it's the establishment that's putting it out there like hey let's do a certain <laughs> message for pocs and by saying that it makes all people well, I'm think i'm with you with that, that POCs but at the end of the day the nobody's making you
0: say these words you jumped no, your ass but
1: I, there but and said I, that I don't even expect anything any, not from any the trump administration person, to be though. you know yeah. Being saying good things about black people. So I'm not even going to get him on that. I'm like, yeah. of course he did that. But um, yeah, they're painting the picture and it's subconsciously making people think that you're going to get it. Y'all are the ones. Here's a message especially for y'all. And here's a black person telling y'all. That way you're know, not making up. You can trust him. Look at this black face. So listen to him. Careful. Don't smoke or drink. That's all y'all do. <laughs> That's all y'all Watch do. out, now. Don't
0: pass the blunt. You're right. like, what is going on?
1: Like, Fuck out of here! but I just, anyways I can't.
0: But anyway, we're yeah. gonna get off this, and yeah, we we're gonna
1: our, for, back for a long time. <laughs> we're gonna go
0: for a break, and we'll be right back.
1: All right, guys, we are back. Thank you guys for tuning back in. Um, this is our next segment. We're gonna go on the offbeat now um this is my weekly segment on music um i'll give you the b-spot each week which is just what i'm listening to what i'm vibing with um what's new kind of whatever i'm feeling that week and then we'll do some mini segments um a justice for or story time where i'll tell you different stories about like you know industry conspiracies or like feuds or like all that fun messy stuff stuff that we love so we have a really good topic today um let's just first do a quick little b-spot shout out Um, I want to do one for uh, Lindsay Lohan (laughs) because of last week uh, we threw her a little shade but her debut single came out and it's actually pretty good. Um, Is it gonna go storming up the charts? I'm not quite Uh, sure about that but I feel like mm -hmm. it is a fresh sound. It doesn't sound dated. It sounds like her. It doesn't sound like she's trying to sound like anybody else. That's true. Um, It's a fresh sound. It just sounds like hey this is what I'm doing now. Like it Mm -hmm. doesn't sound like I'm trying to make a big comeback, right. I'm trying, which is what I was afraid of. I was, she,
0: didn't, she didn't make a trap music single. Right.
1: So. When I made the joke about her coming out with the Migos single, <laughs> I was like, she's going to come back with some shit that I just don't need in my life. But I heard the song and I'm like, this is very chill. The yeah, hook is cute, it wasn't like bad. it's vibey. Mm-hmm. The production could have been a little better, but if it, it's a buzz single, I can tell, which means it's just to get some buzz. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. as the project comes out, I'm interested to see how it's gonna work out. It'll be a great summer song, but summer's cancelled, so sorry, okay. Lindsay the limit um,
0: does not exist clearly so
1: <laughs> i just want to shout her out the song is back to me um i'll do a post about it on our instagram page and twitter so look out for that
2: yeah
1: um i also want to highlight um Ro james he is doing he has a song out called touchy feely which um came out it says 2020 i feel like it came out like at the end of last year but uh Ro james is an r&b artist um he got popping a few years ago, I think, 2015, with his song Permission. You might know that. Um, but he's actually um, really, really accomplished. He's done some touring with Maxwell. Um, he's been on tour with Erykah Badu. All the soul legends nice. have like you know shouted him out and like given him his flowers. And so he's coming and up Permission still. is a
0: jam. It's permission a is vibe. a jam. Yeah,
1: It is an underrated jam, too. I should have mm-hmm. given I that agree. justice for because it, it's a really good song. And the whole premise of it is like... Uh, with your permission because we're mm-hmm. we're in the whole world of consent now and all that stuff. I feel like that flew over niggas heads, but whatever. Anyways. You're so deep. Um I know. Like <laughs> I'm such a deep person, guys. Like, why you're welcome for all you're this what? knowledge. Like me just sharing my depth. You're
0: just this well that just never goes dry. Yeah. <laughs> you're just deep.
1: You guys need to appreciate this while you have it. But anyways, um, yeah, so Ro James, he went to high school in Indiana. That was my old stomping ground, so I got to shout him out. You know, I was trying to keep up with him. I think he's, you know, he's really cool. So check him out. That'll also be featured on the social medias. But um, today's topic for story time is going to be about girl groups and how they seem to be set up to fail and how um, I think society has set it up that way. So, speaking of girl groups, Agreed. we're going to pull over because that's a great conversation, but we have to address this Drea situation oh, that
2: we missed and off topic Oh, my because God. Because it's
1: going to tie into all this, I promise. So, Ooh, y'all, Chile. if you're not a fan <laughs> of reality shows or basketball-wise or any of that nonsense, I don't blame you. Right. All I but ask you know what? is that this, you don't judge us and that like, you tune out right now. This, whole, <laughs> this whole
0: Drea thing is a hashtag justice for Let's I mean, be honest.
1: It really hashtag is. Hashtag justice for Drea. Hashtag
0: I never thought I would say that Hashtag justice for mouth. Drea. But when we look and you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty.
1: Right. Pause, pause, pause. Drea Michelle from Basketball Wives LA, just so you guys know who we're oh, talking right, about. right, We're just like, <laughs> We're talking about bro, Drea like she's like bro, your cousin like or something. Home, like, right, right. <laughs>
0: D-R-A-Y-A Drea. So if you're not ever, if you've never watched Basketball Wives, I get it. Um, Or if you're not, you know, a fan of reality TV, I get it. But long story short, Drea was an ex-stripper, you know, turned kind of businesswoman, model, entrepreneur. But she's gorgeous, you know, and she's, you know... She's, like, universally pretty. Drea is just, like, you know, an it girl type of pretty. But when she was on the show, you know, she was kind of looked at as, like, a vixen or scandalous or a hoe. You know, that's how Mm -hmm. they kind of painted her. But flash now to 2020, and we kind of all see that Drea was really probably the realest basketball wife ever that was on the show. Um, So this clip was going viral, you know, going back. I think people are just quarantining and and bored Bored, at this point. Bored, yeah. But... Um, I'm going to play this clip for you guys of, we're just going to call her, what's her name? Cause she's irrelevant. Um, but of one of the, I don't know, basketball wives, I don't know what to call them. Um, one of the basketball wives on there who was kind of just coming for Drea for supposedly dating her ex. Now, apparently she dated this ex who is the girl's baby's daddy six years ago six
1: years ago <laughs> and the girl is her baby daddy now her husband she's no longer with him it's been years <laughs> since this happened
0: so, so check out this clip and we're gonna gag and move on to. but we just wanted you guys to laugh with us so check out this clip I can be, I take it all the time so you so calling me a bitch in your business whatever you're about to ask me you about to ask me some f- that you're about to get in my business it's it's <laughs> not your business it's really my all business. in your okay. business. Well, me about your business i don't know about your business well here's my problem you dealt with my ex you sure? your baby daddy What? <laughs> like i don't even know why they're questioning me about your ex. shake like, the table not your place he got a fiance now so i feel like if he doesn't have a fiance well, i feel like whoever just <laughs> with now he doesn't have a fiance she's asking me not you but he doesn't have a fiance okay she cares way mm-hmm. more about this man than i did it's like she's doing the fiance's dirty work Right.
1: free okay. it's not for you to know that was six years ago but did you not tell one person it that it you live with her you didn't exist in my world then and he
0: don't exist in my world now so, Both. Did you not
1: and tell- that so is it but you put it
0: out there that no, I did. you did Drea went on the Wendy Williams show saying that they was in this full-blown relationship <laughs> a real bitch is not gonna put on blast <laughs> when she knows he got a family and a real Alright, we're sis, gonna dead sis, that, sis, but sis, I sis, think sis, the sis. the right ignore her. But the best part I think that you know wasn't being played is that last read that Drea gave everybody. So this is when British asked Drea that iconic question that kinda of went down in history when she asked Drea, Are you a hoe? And here's Drea's answer. For real, tell me the honest truth. Am I a hoe? A little bit. Why? <laughs> she wanted to know because that's you don't ask nobody. <laughs> Alright, let's wait for Drea's response. I'm Three, two, I'm like, I'm one. one. Give it to her. I don't her. I'm the same thing that
1: everybody sitting here was before they got their ring. Boom!
0: <laughs>
1: I mean I'll stop it when I hear a lie.
0: Right. I mean, I just think Drea was the underrated champion. And now she's at the point where she's a successful business owner, model, and wanted by goddamn near everybody. So I'm not mad at her.
1: Yeah, hashtag justice for Dre. She's (laughs) she's not without fault for sure. She's I'm not at all excusing, you know, all the allegations with the neglect and the child abuse Mm -hmm. and, you know, hopping around give it how you live, whatever. But the point of the whole thing is they were just hating. And that ties into well I want I got more about Drea first of all I don't want to get into it yet <laughs> no go ahead
0: we're here for it go
1: ahead the are you a whole question that That's blows deep, right? my mind it's like the reason I think Drea is standing out now is because this is years later that show aired years ago mm-hmm. and now we're in this a little bit more of a free thinking we got you know Ari Lennox and Summer Walker and all the girls out here making like this like Single girl R and B is what I call it. It's just like I'm doing me. I do what I'm, you know what I mean. I'm making it happen for myself. Megan's out here. Cardi's out here. <laughs> Fuck these niggas. You know what I mean. It's just right, like right. they're out here talking. Women can do what they want. Yep. We can. They can sleep with who they want. It's what yep. it is. And Dreya was just honest about it back then. Right. Very much like Evelyn kind of was on the mm-hmm. Miami season. And I would used to come at her too. But Evelyn was a more fire, like fiery, so she didn't get it as much. But she used to get the same kind of thing. She was real about it. Like. We all doing the same thing. Out Evelyn, here. I used to, I used to feel that way about Evelyn,
0: but that's a whole different to- topic. We can get into some basketball wise stuff later, right? We yeah. can do that off the podcast
1: because <laughs> yeah. I have a lot to say about all of them. But I feel like every single one of them is doing the same thing. Y'all are all out here trying to bag a baller mm-hmm. and secure a life,
0: trying to bust it down, Tatiana. Thank
1: you. And it's, <laughs> it's just it's real cute to sit up, you know, with your your Birkin bag and your twenty yeah. six inch weave, being like, "This is my man, and this is our our relationship. Twenty five mm-hmm. years we've been together, whatever." Yeah, whatever it's like, whatever. okay, all y'all. I was in the club, right? Free before eleven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just trying to get on, trying to bag on, her. and trying then you get on, her. and all of a sudden you're just like wholesome wife. Like right. sit down. We all. I'm not judging nobody. Get what you get, how you get there. Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna come at Drea. like she's but, like yeah. just wrong everybody else but exactly anyway
0: this all does tie into what you're what you're going it
1: through, all ties though. into mm-hmm. today's topic guys so um now we'll put a, a breaker in the uh <laughs> description box letting you know when to unmute this if you hate like reality <laughs> shows <laughs> come back it's safe now right the whole point of that ties into um the topic today which is girl groups and um has society set them up to fail and i got into that because of all the mess with keely um, Williams from 30W going on live talking about the Cheetah Girls and all that stuff and Raven getting on and being funny and all these different you know everybody's bored we're at home so we're just watching everybody on live just be silly so um, and then that trailer for that girl group show popped out Last Chance and it was like a failed TV show that was going to feature like
0: which they need to air Oh my gosh. at this point we need it it
1: was called Last Chance and they only have a pilot episode I believe but it was like a bunch of girls from like uh, girl groups that were just on the show like Spilling the tea about their experience, yeah, yeah. Groups had disbanded, so you had Fair Franklin. I can't even believe she had the nerve, the 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 gall.
0: FYI, have you heard that Fair Franklin now is accusing Beyonce's father? Of sexual misconduct with her while in the group. Okay. okay. Can you even believe? I I mean, can't even get into that. We right can't now, get into so it, but I'm just gonna throw that nugget in there, and right. maybe it'll be an off topic on the next one. We'll dig into it. But uh,
1: let me yeah. tell you something. Y'all better ask about the Carters. If we find the fair mysteriously turned up ill <laughs> in six months, is that gonna be the coronavirus? Okay? You ain't lying. She will be gone. Or
0: if she does pop up with the coronavirus, you know no how. We from.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Y'all believe Allegedly. Beyonce alone. Nobody knows Knock on wood.
0: Beyonce is amazing and so is Jay-Z and they everything are. they stand they for. They are. Please and don't pull ch- our their podcast. Their children are beautiful.
1: Everything is yes. alleged. <laughs>
0: everything is alleged. <laughs>
1: Please don't pull our show.
0: They're amazing and she's so talented <laughs> and beautiful. And speaking of
1: Beyonce... <laughs> They say that they. A lot of people are saying that she, they, her camp had a hand in pulling the show because Farrah was not on there just talking like real. Oh nicely, yeah, just, just like we popular. were talking about
0: Karuchi Tram with One Hundred Six and Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you not think that talking about Blue
1: Ivy is of oh, a show pulled Beyonce One Hundred Six and Park was down. dead and after Wonder that. One Hundred Six and Park died. Dead. Like it. She has the power. She and Celebrities do that power. all the time. Like they have the power for that. And it's all about the of the dollar. Yep. Like, is your little tacky show gonna bring me money, or is Beyonce's endorsement gonna bring yep. me the money? Hello. Like, we're not gonna piss her off. So your because you're better.
0: you're gonna want Beyonce for your future shows. If you got an award show, if you got a this, you got a that. She's not coming to none of your shit. Mm-mm. So and, and if you notice, very few like BET awards Beyonce even attends and stuff and like. If, I mean, if,
1: if mm-hmm. Beyonce or Rihanna attends a BET awards show, that is like. Paying the bills up in yep. here,
0: and it, and and they are the show. Like they're they opening, are. yeah, they're the biggest, you know, whatever the biggest yes. performance. It's every, it's every, all the money goes Kansas-y. to them. Yeah, it's I'm here it's, to a see con- this. it's their concert, but we'll is as an award show.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, y'all <laughs> let me know what she goes on. But anyway, last chance. It had Fair Franklin from Destiny's Child. It had Keely from 30W. Um, the two twins from Cherish. Which if y'all don't remember Cherish, bounce with it, pump huh, with, a- with it, lean right, right, with it, it set, something right. else. Something else with it, right? Right. It, right. it, <laughs> right. <laughs> it was about, but the we're moment, starting a group. Yeah, um, they're in it, and then Melody from the Pussycat Dolls, which she's comedy, in yeah. the only ten seconds she's in there. But anyway, poor Melody. Um, I was watching that, and just you know, fell into this rabbit hole of just girls and fighting and this whole thing. And I just, I have four sisters. I grew up with a lot of women. I have a lot of female friends, and I've just always noticed like there's a thing with women and like just like this weird like underlying competition yep. and i got into this whole thing like is it the chicken or the egg which one came first did we make women like this to be mm. constantly competitive or is it just innately in them you know what i mean the same way like they can argue about how men are like more one way than what you know what i mean like is it just something because women are providers and they us and they want to make a home and do all these things and I feel like it's kind of a little bit scientific where it's like that's a woman she's competition because she could be coming from whatever yeah. but I think it's deeper than that I think we have put so much of that on women that it's like we've set them up to fail in those kind of situations so girl groups if you notice we don't have any legacy girl groups no nobody has lasted we don't have any Rolling Stones. <laughs> versions of like a female form like for all jms yeah yeah big big groups you 2s and stuff of like we have groups that were successful and then you know they get they get older they make up get back together give us a reunion tour or one more single or something but no girl group has made it straight through they have a hot run they break up normally over similar circumstances it's jealousy it's fighting it's money's not right this one's dating the manager it's always stuff like that mm-hmm. and so we love girl groups. Like there's a void missing right now in that. Like we love Destiny's Child In Vogue Spice Girls. You know what I mean? The Supremes, taking it back to, you know, like the girl group sound is a sound and it's missing right now, but it's like the same old story each time. And it's hard to break them into the industry because um, people don't want to get invested in girl groups because are they going to stay together? Like, is it going to, you know, and um, we talked about the Drea thing and just like how we're, as much as we can joke and laugh about that, but yeah. we're entertained by women
2: fighting, fighting. Yep,
1: like it's fun. What we watch basketball wives. We don't care. I we fast forward to the scenes when they're like with their kid. Nobody cares about y'all's charity benefit event you're throwing. We mm-hmm. want to see you throw drinks in each other's faces. Yep. We want to hear the mess. Who was talking about who? Who and had the, on what? The it's media, funny.
0: The media pushes it.
1: Yeah, we've been conditioned to believe. We, we get into that. We have
0: just like um, before. You and I were talking about just. Like Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. They're two different women. They're not in a group. But for whatever reason, people want to see them bickering. It's inevitable. You know, people were you know, accusing Megan of, you know, liking the post on YouTube. Whether she did it or not, doesn't matter. You know, whether it was an inflammatory comment or not. If she said she didn't do it, I guess we just have to believe her. But... Either way, it's just because people are putting it out there because they Mm -hmm. want to see women going at it. And for whatever reason, we like that as a culture. Like We are drawn to that. It's entertainment for us. Mm -hmm. And it's sad that we as women fall fall for it every time. And what's really sad is these women who go on these shows like the R&B Divas and Mm -hmm. all that type of thing. What's unfortunate is that people have found a way to profit Yes. Off of bickering and being catty and shady hurting and... and being shady. And so, if there's money to be made, that's the
1: problem. Mm-hmm. You know, if there
0: was no money in, in women fighting, women wouldn't fight. Right. Not in the media. You know, not not those it people. It wouldn't
1: be as ba- but it's, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, unfortunately, um, things have come so far ahead. Like, back in the day, you had, like, Marilyn Monroe and Liz Taylor mm-hmm. were seen as, like, uh enemies or whatever. Right. Like, cause they're like the it girls right. and whatever. But you I didn't know. see them throwing drinks on each other and like, you know, exactly. making it a thing. Because back then you weren't profiting off that. Back then it was better to look like a lady in public. Exactly. Now it's like, who gives a shit about being a lady? We yeah. like it. We want you to be ratchet. Being, we want you to look a mess.
1: You're, you're, you're being ratchet and being a mess, but you think you're being real. Right. You, yeah. You,
0: you mask it, it under being real, right. but really you're selling yourself short you know you're making a buck off of something really terrible
1: mm-hmm. and in the
0: end you don't win because after all people forget about you yeah you, you're just that problematic person you're not that problem with person with the long standing career yeah
1: nobody's gonna take no. you seriously outside it of was this. no
0: different than when they tried to pit like brandy and monica against each other oh I when was, they were that was coming my up.
1: next topic i was just gonna yeah, get into that. it
0: was no different than that and, and that nope. was a tabloid thing they were just trying so hard and then they ended up falling into it mm-hmm. they got into it
1: a physical fight
0: a, yeah they got into it <laughs> and then it became a thing they did you know make up a little bit but even today they're just oh no they're not they're very very much distant they're not friends you know and it's unfortunate because we you know as as the media everyone we push that Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate that now they're adults and they can't really get past it and that was when they were children
1: right see I'm so glad you said that because I think about how many like moments were robbed of because it's like it's very low hanging fruit. It's short sighted entertainment. Like it's like, ooh, so and so and so are going at it on Instagram. It's entertaining for five minutes. But what would be more entertaining than Megan and Cardi cheating each other on, on Twitter for twenty minutes would be a, a fire ass track a with hit both that of them would, on would it. Be when they're both being nasty and ratchet and mm-hmm. going in on these verses and dancing and we I wanna see that from them too. And so um, you said that interestingly enough, I saw um, a clip the other day. Um, and it was Rosie O'Donnell. My friend sent it to me. Uh, you know, the legend Rosie What's O'Donnell. Was about her and Whoopi? Yes. I saw that. Yes. And so I found that really interesting because I feel like...
0: They're both legends.
1: They're both legends. Mm-hmm. And regardless of how you feel about anybody's opinions or whatever, I feel like um, producers do this all the time with shows, especially reality shows and um, the ones that are like... Uh, Ensemble shows, that's what I'm saying. And
0: they put those two alpha females together?
1: Exactly. That was a mess. The whole point of that was they were looking more at... They knew that Whoopi and Rosie were going to go at it. Yep. Be, they liked each other before this, but they know oh, this one's strong, that one's strong. We'll put them together and just watch the thing because yep. they're more interested in watch that... Watch the
0: volcano erupt. Then,
1: yep. But imagine having those two... the insightful conversations that we could have got out of yep. that. They both have amazing you know what I mean? Yep. But it's set up for them to go it's at no it. It's no different. The view just... the
0: view once upon a time, like back in Meredith Vieira days, the with Star view. Jones, the view used to be of, of substance. Yeah. Now it's gotten to the point where they only cast people for ratings and views. Yeah, you, want to, that, you want to get the that
1: you want to get that the way that
0: Megan McCain is drug every single day on social media. Do I agree with her? No, not necessarily. But I don't think that anyone deserves that kind of hatred every single day just for their their point of view. Right. But they're only, you know, casting people that they know will either say something inflammatory. Exactly. Or, and, and I just feel like, you know, instead of having an actual opinion that everyone can understand and being understand. There's plenty of Republicans out there who are decent human beings with, you know, uh, know how to verbalize their words without offending. Mm -hmm. There's plenty, but we're not going to pick those people. No, we're going to pick Meghan McCain, who just kind of like says stuff off the cuff and gets emotional. And, you know, her dad was John McCain. So let's make that a thing. And it's unfortunate because now, it's just at a place where you watch it and it's sad. Like, you already know after stupid. after this episode, they're going to be the number one trending topic. And everybody's going to be dragging Megan. And it's just gotten old. And I'm like, you know, and why not, are we here?
1: I'm not even going to give Megan any kind of, like, uh, <laughs> sympathy at all. No, I'm not giving not her sympathy. But I'm just
0: like, I think we're, we're doing too much. Like, we don't right.
1: have to do this. I feel like the show, everybody's playing their roles. Like, yeah. I feel like the show back in the day, Meredith Vieira, Barbara Walters Mm -hmm. with the original view and like even like leading on up because I feel like Elizabeth Hasselbeck But Elizabeth Hasselbeck was was
2: a mess too though. See, no,
1: I now I I loved her. respected her. I didn't love her. I respected the (laughs) shit out of her though because she... She stood up for herself. She could stand up for herself. She could give her facts. Whether I agree with them or not, I can always respect somebody to stand toe-to-toe with me and give me Facts and what I believe was yeah, Marie I will
0: never forget that iconic moment when Rosie O'Donnell referred to her as like weak little
1: Elizabeth, or, mm-hmm. and she was she like, said, "Excuse me," she said, "Little <laughs> weak Elizabeth is not little, little weak, Elizabeth, weak
2: Elizabeth." Okay, <laughs> boom, you
1: better. <laughs> and they had a split screen, and I was so torn because I love Rosie, and I agree with everything Rosie was saying, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, Elizabeth is holding her own up And here. You have
0: to respect that, I and respect that's why that. I kind of felt like the View used to be more of substance because yeah. now you have Megan McCain. She's
1: just saying whatever is gonna get clicked. She's saying the outrageous stuff because that's the role to play. I'm a Republican, so let me just hella
0: emotional instead of strong. Stand in your in your in your what you said. Stand by what you said. You said what you said. But be strong in that and just move on. You don't yeah. have to be so confrontational. Right. You don't have to be so emotional. You don't have to come at everybody. And I'm like, nah, that ain't that ain't it, sis. Right.
1: That's how I get that's how I get down. I'm a debater. I like I don't like to argue. I like to debate. I like mm-hmm. to hear people's point of view. It's really interesting to me. It is. You can I can sit and listen to your whole thing. It doesn't mean you're gonna change my mind, but I can respect you if you have your facts lined up, if you have a, a valid reason for feeling yep. what you feel. I agree. But if you're just gonna sit out and just be just spouting out stuff just for the sake of talking then it's just like okay i don't want to hear that what so i feel doing? like the view now is just at this point it's just lost in the sauce but um anyway i didn't even go that far into that but the it's point just all about is, women look how yeah. look how we're robbed of real moments when um because we we rather get the short-sighted you know fighting and that's entertaining in the moment like it's fun to watch that stuff but it's just like imagine the conversations that could be had uh, the songs American that could Idol. be made,
0: the TV shows that could be made. I
1: yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. All the, we do it all. They do it all the time. They pit women up against each other, and it's just like, now go at it. And it's just like, but we could really be vibing to like. some do You good remember material.
0: recently that show that Lil Kim did, where they were like, Girl on va- the, and that got like nothing. Like nobody yeah. was paying that because it was they were paying in dust. It was complete positivity. All the girls were getting along. They were learning stuff about themselves. They were healing. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all positive vibes. And nobody was checking for that.
1: And I love that show, too, specifically because it wasn't even, it wasn't, like, fake or forced. No, it was along. just wasn't what Obviously, it was. this is a situation mm-hmm. where y'all don't all know each other. And mm-hmm. this is clearly a show put together. But you could see them, like, there was a scene where, like... Kim and Maya and uh, who else, uh, Beat who else was in the bed? Them. No, it was Kim, Maya, Chili. and Chili We're just in the bed talking about industry stuff. Like, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, that video, whatever it was, the video shoot in 94. I didn't really know you back then, but I felt like you were looking at me kind of crazy. No, girl, it wasn't like that. Like, I appreciate that. Like, yeah. I want to hear about that. Real like, stuff. Tell me about when y'all met the American Music Awards 10 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's listen to, I love now, I would love to sit and watch them interact like that. But the public wants to see them... They want to see Kim throwing drinks. Yeah, They want to see them pulling hair. And it's just like... It makes me really sad. So, about, I mean, we've gotten way off track with the girl groups. But y'all know where we're going with this. Girl groups, I feel like they don't have a chance. I feel like they're, they're popping. We love them. But yep. eventually we they, we are the demise, not each other. Agreed. People get in their head, people start telling them things, and it's just like, it just breaks down from there, and it's really unfortunate. And I don't know where we go from there, but I think it's just a larger conversation about just how women relate to each other. In-
0: individually. Mm-hmm.
1: And for men, not putting all on women, like, the expectations, how we put that on, like, men have created this problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, they created it, but I think it's now out there now, so I feel like just be more mindful. Like, you know, just like, you got to just be mindful about how you're coming off to people, how you look yeah. at people. When, are you judging when you're judging people? I think like,
0: we, there's a whole rabbit hole. Yeah. we could just go down with this because we were talking about before about you know the different pressures that even women feel that kind of erupt into something else. You mm-hmm. know, like women are pressured to look a certain way, to their bodies to be a certain way, their voice needs to sound a certain way, yeah. their look needs to be a certain way, and then when you work, let's say. I'm the new, I want to be the new next big R&B star, right? That's what I want to do. Who do you immediately compare me to? The next. I mean,
1: I'm old, so I think of, like, the greats. No, no, I mean, like,
0: (laughs) a a girl who's, like, popping in the black culture. I mean, Beyonce is, like... They're going to immediately compare you to Beyonce. Right, yeah. Look at Beyonce. Like, nobody looks like Beyonce. (laughs) But that's who you're immediately compared to. So now you have to work... 50 times as hard because Mm -hmm. you need to dance good you need to sing well you need to dance while you're singing well you need to look like and it's unfortunate because you have male what's um the new r&b um he has a new song with jojo um
1: pj pj morton
0: pj morton's not really a looker but his voice is amazing. Nobody's like, he ain't R. Kelly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody does that to them. Yeah. As long as you're a guy that can sing, you don't have necessarily have to dance. You
2: don't do anything. You don't nec-
0: as long as you can sing, we'll take your music. And if you can write, even better. Yeah. But for women, it's like, you need to write. You need to dance. You need to be a certain complexion. Let's just yeah. be real. Like, it's, it's, it's just it's, a lot.
1: It's what women, what it is. What it is, it's more so like, with men, it's kind of just like, Oh, I'm doing this thing. And now in industry, it's hard for anybody to get on. Like, mm-hmm. if people knew the odds of like, right. oh, I want to be a star. I want to be an R&B star tomorrow. Like, it takes a lot of work. It a lot, a lot of luck. A ton. Like, everybody's not gonna make it in. But but the women specifically, I feel like there's just pick a genre. Mm-hmm. There's molds in that genre. Oh yeah. Oh, you're a singer. Okay. Well, what? Who are you? So it's just like there's these like people like you. you Throw Beyonce up and it's like, okay, if you don't fit this then oh, so you must be doing this thing. It's like women aren't allowed to just come in with their own thing. That's why when somebody does come in and doing their own thing, they hit so hard and it's such a big deal. Um, like Rihanna. You know what I mean? Like, Rihanna came in and did her... But when she switched you know, umbrella cut her hair, started doing the whole bad girl thing, doing her own thing, she took off and nobody she could touch t- her. She but the in the beginning, those first three albums, she was struggling because what? Beyonce's here and we already have a Beyonce, so what mm-hmm. can you do? We don't give women the freedom to just be talented and just be like, hey, I just want to sing my songs and do that. It's like, no, what's your thing? But what I are you going like,
0: I feel like we're... That's kind of like, again, disproportionately really on the black side because you have artists like... Billie Eilish, like Sia, like Lady Gaga. But I feel like who, who really aren't lookers either.
1: But they're different though. But that's they're what I'm but saying. they're
0: so different, but we don't we're not judging them by that. What I mean right. is like Billie Eilish can do a whole music video with not a stitch of makeup on and look like she just woke up and right. we're like praising it. Like, it, oh well, it's dope. Well that
1: was my point about yeah. like women. It's but so we about, I feel like, like we
0: can't do that as black women though. Like we can't just look a mess and do a people will drag us, like eh
1: i mean what i was trying to get get to about i get that i get what you're saying yeah the, i was just saying like women in general just have a hard time breaking into the industry unless they come with something different yeah like billy has her own little style her own mm-hmm. voice the music is unique the same way when gaga came on the scene and she was you know wearing meat dresses and stuff everyone was like oh this is somebody that's different right i feel like women have to be extreme extremely to come different. in that, that's why what beyonce like beyonce is like hard to follow because she's good at everything. She's like she, the poster child of like what a pop star would be. You know, yeah. you dance, you look good, you sing, mm-hmm. you know how to talk, you're presentable, like she's like the golden child of that. And so we don't let anybody, we hold everybody to that standard. So unless you're going to do that, then you better come over here and do this, this, and this. And so It's tough. Women don't have the freedom to play around like that. Long, but. but what
0: I was getting at was I think women go at each other for reasons that are kind of sad. Like, for example, like I was saying, let's say you want to be the next big thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you, now you've done, like, the blueprint, right? You worked on your body. You're working on your hair. You're getting your skin tone together. You ble- Like, you're doing all this stuff to yourself, like, to look Quote the part, right? Mm-hmm. You want to look like the standard of what America wants you to look like. There's the standard of beauty. So you're doing all that, and then this other person comes out who's prettier than you, things mm-hmm. better than you, and you've been like working your you immediately don't like that person. Mm-hmm. Not because they did anything to you, but you feel like, God damn it, like I'm over here working. And she's just flying off and she didn't have to do half the shit. And unfortunately, it's a mind thing because all of the industry is putting so much pressure on you mm-hmm. to be this. And you're working and then someone else comes out and they just fly off, which is, like I said, like how people feel about Cardi. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you've been in the trenches, you've been working, you've been doing this. But this person comes out of nowhere left field. And now you're like,
1: I hate you. Right.
0: You know, <laughs> and I it's mean, unfortunate. That's,
1: that's a very human thing. It is. Um, but you said it already. You said it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's. What's for you is for you at the end of the day. And I feel like you. if somebody takes off and runs what you think should be yours, then either you need to work harder or that was not for you. Yeah. So it's unfortunate because it does cause a lot of, like, dissension and fighting. And no, 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 I'm jealous of her because she has this and this. And it's mm-hmm. like, if you just stepped out of it for a second and realized what she has has nothing to do with you at all. Nothing. Like... You're, you're missing out on what's for you because now you're mad at this person and you're, like, trying to come at her for what she you gotta has. Preach. And now you miss... <laughs> Why you over there yelling at Cardi because she's light-scared and took your spot? <laughs> like, two labels walked right past you. And it was like, hey, and girl, I was trying to get it. your attention, but I guess you're busy arguing. So, yeah. I mean, that sounds really, like... It's a generalized version, yeah, but that's but what I get I'm what saying. You mean, like in yeah. general, like you could be
0: missing out on your blessing.
1: Exactly. It's like it's a lesson for not just women, everybody. Just like what somebody else has is theirs, and it does nothing to do with you. you. Yeah. And until you can recognize that, you're gonna miss a lot more. So Amen. Anyway, I hope you guys followed all that. <laughs> <right. We're kinda laughs> Thank you guys for so going into time. this
0: rabbit hole with us. We totally appreciate it. Listen,
1: we have feelings,
0: okay? <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break now. We'll be right back. Alrighty.
1: Hey guys, this episode is also brought to you in part by Shawn Michael Co. Shawn Michael Co. has a goal to create clothing for every situation in life while also striving to provide the most comfortable experience ever. So head on over right now to seanmichaelco.com. That's S-H-A-N MichaelCo.com and use my promo code DonB to get $5 off your total purchase. You're welcome.
0: Alright guys, we're back. And our off-brand feature of this episode goes to laronda smith laronda smith is the owner of soapy Send trinity she specializes in vegan free chemical free products she sells herbal bath bombs lotion bars whipped shea butter body polish body bars and herbs made for tea or energy cleansing nice i know right and more uh you can have, you can find her on instagram at soapy scent trinity so it's soapy s-o-a-p-y scent trinity it's s-c-e-n-t-r-e-n-i-t-y and on facebook at soapy underscore Cent trinity um so yeah follow her guys for all of your self-care needs while you're quarantining and chilling you might as well order yourself some at-home products to stay clean mm-hmm. get detoxed she has things for detoxing so i'm totally a fan of hers again another black-owned business um so feel free to send us a dm or an email guys and let us know if you know any businesses that are in need of um promotion or if you yourself are a business owner and would like to be promoted on our podcast um just hit us up we're open and we'll be right back all right and we're back so let's talk about something a little off color okay And it's funny that, you know, our segment for Off Color, which is where we discuss, you know, taboo topics and what's going on in pop culture, or just what's relevant or the questions in our mind, um, that it's called Off Color, because let's talk about blackfishing for a minute. So I've been seeing a lot of people reposting, retweeting, you know, the, God, I don't even want to call her this, but rapper. Bad baby. So as we know Bad Baby is a teenager. She's not yet an adult. She's not over 21. I don't even believe she's 18 yet. No, I think she's like 16, 17, one of them. Anyway, um you know, people have been reposting pictures of her with filters that that she's posted that you know make her look darker than her her normal skin tone. Um she is a white girl. So for for people like her, I just, I don't have the time or mental space to even go there because she's a child, number one. And and so with respect to the fact that she is a child, I feel like a lot of people, because she's so ratchet, tend to forget that she's a child mm-hmm. and just go in on her. When if you really, you know, look at her situation, it's sad. You know, her her and her father have a horrible, turbulent relationship. Her and her mother, you know, they're okay, but their relationship, as we know, is the reason that she even got on because she's always disrespected her mom. She talks to her mom crazy. Her mom is off the chain and she just had a pretty, pretty rough childhood that kind of threw her into superstardom after going on to the Dr. Phil show. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like she's a misguided teenager versus, you know, someone out here who, quote, wants to be black. I think she just needs help. And hopefully as she gets older one day, she will. But as far as all the rest of the world is concerned, because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have the energy to go off on bad, baby. I'm I'm over that. Like, yeah. she's ratchet. We know it. She's a kid. Let's pray she gets better, honey, because yeah. I just can't. But how do you feel about the way the world and black people react to people who are non-black, um, you know, wearing quote unquote, black hairstyles, like mm-hmm. braids or um, lace fronts or, you know, all these things that we kind of, um, as a culture, deem as ours, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, me personally, I think it's gotten to a point now. And I think w- where black women get offended is the fact that, yes, we have been ridiculed for our hair. We have been ridiculed for our butt size. We've been, like you were saying earlier, put in zoos. Um Yeah. Because of our breast and because of our butt and people thinking it's like, you know, an alien shape or mm-hmm. something foreign that's not normal. So mm-hmm. we've always been ostracized for these things. Um, however, you know, when it's on someone who's non-black, it's now, now looked at as like exotic or pretty or hot or new or trendy. And it is unfortunate. We've always gotten the short end of the stick. We kind of, you know, like I said, we talked about that as well. But. I don't know if any longer as a black woman that I have the energy to care about other people's hairstyles anymore. I don't think I have the energy to care about they're wearing a lace front. Oh, she's trying to be black. Like it, just, it it's not going to stop people from doing it. Mm-hmm. But do I feel like, quote, black fishing is real? It's a thing. You know, I can honestly say like when... Kim Kardashian did that photo shoot recently where she looked like if Diane Carroll and Beyonce had a baby together. That,
1: like, I was yeah, like, I who, that.
0: who is this black woman? I mean, like, Kim
1: does anything. But. Yeah,
0: so it, do they do it? Yes, but I, I don't know if I can call it black fishing because they're not, we know they're not black. Um, I feel like black fishing would be like, you know, you honestly trying to put on that like a Rachel Dolazel type mm-hmm. thing. Like that is a whole 100% Black fishing, you're literally out here pretending to be a black woman. Literally that, yeah. Those people instead are just emulating what they think black women look like. Mm -hmm. You know, you're emulating a Beyonce. You're emulating a Nicki Minaj. Like, you want that figure. You want to look like that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, without giving credit to where it came from. That's, I think, where black people kind of get offended. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no credit given you know this isn't yours. You wouldn't have known this if it weren't for Mm -hmm. your best friend Tanisha telling you about it, you know? So I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: Um, I don't know if they're going to be super popular. So this might be another part where we pause. I tell you guys to hit (laughs) mute for about 15 minutes because the blackfishing thing, just like kind of blackface and cultural appropriation, that whole thing to me, doesn't really grind my gears as much as, it does a lot of people. Right. Like, I kinda don't of even think twice about it anymore. Um it I mean, here's my thing. First of all, I just feel like in the grand scheme of things, there's so much more going on in the world than we need to be considered about a white girl wearing some dreads or getting her lips done or whatever. And I also feel like the conversation is a little tired. Like going back to what we talked about earlier, like our entire existence here has been this. Like mm-hmm. black fishing has been Ever since we got yep. here mm-hmm. yeah, they got they didn 't want to hire black actors, so they got on stage and put black paint on their faces and painted big red lips being mm-hmm. goofy and made caricatures of us or whatever like I get the history of it and how it 's offensive, but I feel like in twenty twenty millennials people that are our age like we have bigger battles to fight than policing people's hair and all that stuff imitation Mm -hmm. is the biggest form of flattery and i get that like well they got it from us and it's offensive because we get ridiculed or whatever and there are still there's still like discrimination things Mm -hmm. going on with it but it's nowhere near what it was back then like i feel like at this point we have to just play the hand we're dealt. (laughs) this is what they do and this is what they're going to keep doing you know what i mean this
0: reminds me of for me personally, I was at, we had, um, i not going to name any names, whatever. Um, someone new started at my job, because mm-hmm. I don't know if any of my coworkers you know, listen to them, But someone new started, um, and she's black, mm-hmm. and she's got a body, you know, like she's got hips and butt and a nice little shape or whatever. And one of my um, not black co-workers made a comment to me about her, not personally, because she didn't know the girl, but she was like, you know, she, she needs to learn how to dress for work. Mm-hmm. Mind you, the girl was wearing pants, and a dress top, just like all of us wear to work. But she's built, so... But because she has hips and has ass and has, you know, the curves, you feel like she's inappropriately dressed. Mm. And I just was like, what are you talking about? Like, she she looked fine. And I'm like, this is unfortunately why black women feel the way we feel in society when we see a white... Because if that were a white girl who just looked nice, you wouldn't have said that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is why we feel a certain type of way that we're ridiculed. But when a white girl does it, it's fine. It's pretty. She looks right. good. You know, that, that's not an issue. But she's a black woman. So she, the way the media portrays black women, like, look at, you know, music videos and, and IG models and all this stuff. And we're looked at as sexy and, and, you know, like, we want you or, you know, just because we have a big butt, that means we must be a hoe. It's unfortunate that you're automatically looking at her and judging her Mm -hmm. based on her body. You would not have done that to a white woman. So when I told her that, I was like.
1: And this girl is black?
0: No, she's the world who made the comment is white. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Or she's, like I said, I don't want to say too much. But anyway, I was just like, what do you mean? Like, what makes you feel like she's dressed in her. she's like, well, I'm just saying like, I'm like, no, she can't help the way she's shaped. She's wearing Mm -hmm. the same clothes you're wearing. Mm -hmm. In theory, pants. Long sleeve shirt, nothing is showing. This just made you uncomfortable because you can see her body. And that is why, in essence, black women feel the way we feel Mm -hmm. when we see non-black women doing the same thing we do, Mm -hmm. but being praised for it. Kim Kardashian can show her butt, her boobs, and her vagina on IG and Twitter and get praised for it. But if, I don't know, insert popular black girl here, does it, oh, she's a hoe. She's nasty. She's drug.
1: Oh, yeah. But- I, I, I totally get that. Mm. I get it. I get it. I'm not trying to, like, minimize, like, the human feelings of yeah. it. I just go back to what we were talking about earlier where, like, this is the way that it is set up. And we could get further and advance, further past this conversation if the, the fault is really on us at this point. Because we don't have, we don't look at ourselves as the standard. Right. We all, we, it's it's ingrained in our mental. We, we look at it ourselves as like secondary, less than whatever. We're always trying to get to that. And so when we see that happening, it's just like, that's not fair. That's not fair. And it's just like, it wouldn't rile us up so much if we accepted ourselves and had more pride in our hairstyles and yeah. our customs and our things. And no, it doesn't, if we're, proud of ourselves and working to build our own communities up and not so busy working on it, whatever else is doing and who's stealing from us and who's looking at us if we're confident in ourselves it doesn't matter who's yeah who's coming you know what i mean like i was joking with you earlier i was like you know i'm used to being a celebrity because people copy me all the time i joke mm-hmm. like that but i have i know i have a lot of good ideas and i have i'm really proud of them and i work really hard at them and i don't always have the resources and people have copied them yep and i can look back and be like that's not fair. But in actuality, it doesn't really matter. Do what you got to do. I know that I have more in me than just that. So right. you can take that idea. You're never going to do it as good as I did it. You're not going to look right doing it because you look stupid because it's not the way you're supposed to do it. But go ahead and do that if you want to. Right. I have this. I am. I, I'm secure in myself. And there's much more where that came from. And, when, and that's how I feel like black people should be.
0: When you're a true creative, the, the ideas never stop. They're constantly exactly. flowing. And I think for black people, we are naturally creative
1: because we are the culture.
0: We are the culture. And I think that we're ever evolving and we're always going to come up with new things and we're all, and we'll always be quote copied, Mm -hmm. but that's okay because we're the originators. Like we'll always come up with something new and fresh. Will they copy it? Yes. But you can't help, but notice where it came from. Yeah.
1: And and that's, 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 that's exactly, you always tie it up the point, like with a bow on what I was trying to say. That's exactly (laughs) what I was trying to say. Like, People know where it comes from, so at this point, it's like to me, it's tired. It's redundant. To yeah. Do a whole think piece, make a whole tweet about Kim Kardashian's latest cover because it's just like, of course she did that. What? That's. We're, let's get past that. You right. know what I let's mean? Move it's like on. I don't want to be mad about that anymore. No. We get stolen from. Okay, what's next? But um, the part I was gonna say that wasn't probably popular was like the whole appropriation and the black fishing thing. I even outside of that, I'm. I don't get super offended anymore I used to have a hard time with this you know and as I've gotten older I realized that like if somebody looks at something and then like I like that that's beautiful I want to put this on whatever I like I want to leave it at that I'm not gonna be like you're wearing this this, and this and now you're disrespecting my mom and my aunt and my whole tribe and all these things it's just like if you're ignorant about what you are using, that's on you. That's between you and God. If you want to put on, if you want to put cornrows in your head, you want to put dreads in your head right. without doing it, I don't think you have to sit down and read a book on the history of dreads in African American culture to <laughs> wear dreads. If that's what you want and you're a white person and you can pull it off, look, if it looks good, do it. Like, that does not offend me. Um, yeah cultural appropriation I feel like it's kind of a reach in some areas there's some things obviously things have like sentimental value to people right. and then you want to wear it as like a fashion statement I get how that's annoying but I mean, it's annoying yeah, if you wear like a fact.
0: dashiki or something that's just you know culturally offensive I mean I kind of understand that part right. which is like when just like when Kim K came out with her was it called skims or ski whatever that under underwear thing oh I don't
1: know child but so she
0: has this new line everything of she's done. shapewear it's shapewear right. so like girdles and things like that so I say girdles. I'm so
1: old. Like what do they call them? Like I mean, are they yeah, not it's, a girdle, it's a
0: girdle, but not really. They call them like shapewear.
1: Oh, okay, you know? shapewear. But anyway, she, originally
0: she was gonna call it kimono.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, right.
0: And yeah. so people were like, excuse you, like right. <laughs> because that is wrong. You know, like some things are just blatant appropriation and you do kind of need to like pump your brakes a little bit Yeah, we get the
1: the, the clever play on your name but that's not cute but no i get that there's like i said i'm not trying to just be like oh it's not good to everything but i think that a lot of it is kind of fake activism a little bit i feel like it sounds good to get riled up over certain things but what is that doing to further the cause? Right. Like I can sit here and talk about a little bad baby all I want to, but that child is all of sixteen years old, Right. and she's still gonna put her bronzer on and go live her life. And if that, if you like that, then go do it. I'm not offended when I see a video of her looking like Drea. Mm. <laughs> like that is not offended me. Man, I, mean, I roll my eyes at not it. Not to mention scrolling.
0: she is going for that because at this point, what else does she because, have to like that's, talk about? So the, the more... Look- Right. The more that she puts out, the the more that she looks more urban or black or whatever, we're going to talk about her more. Mm-hmm. We're going to retweet her more. It just, it just only helps
1: it's her. The, 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 the monsters feed each other. Yeah. Because that whole, the, the point with the fake activism I was saying is people love to harp on stuff like that. Look what so-and-so's doing. Look at them right. looking darker. Look at them doing this. And it's like, you're doing all this, harping on all that. And then you can put your phone down and feel like I did something because I read, you know, Bad Baby for... You know, filth. for filth for brand brown makeup or you know what I mean, or I, I called out Kim Kardashian on this, or I called out whoever else, and Rachel Dolezal, whatever. It's like, okay, you did all that, but Flint still doesn't have clean water. On our black men are getting shot down in the streets every day. Um, black and black crimes at all time high. Yeah. Like those are real issues to yeah, me This no little girl over issues. here putting some bronzer on it's just like are we really that upset about it's that it's because
0: it's it's easier like we talked about before it's easier to talk about that stuff it's more comfortable yeah. you can sit from your phone and just tweet and mm-hmm. uh, rather than physically doing something rather yeah. than getting out there rather than calling your commissioner rather than writing your mayor rather you know
1: or not even that big doing your personal work just, and just addressing yeah, your just own addressing stuff addressing it you what, know what's how of you why do you feel this kind of way why are you or triggered like the, by attending this? a city council like,
0: meeting like actually doing something for the culture that's going to progress us forward it's easier to just make fun of you know white people for doing things that you feel are culturally inappropriate it's easier to sit back Mm -hmm. on your phone and 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 be a troll so because
1: you're it looks like you're doing something but you're really not doing are at all and that is a whole different conversation that is not
0: activism that we'll
1: get into (laughs) because i have a whole segment (laughs) i want to do about cancel culture and activism and all that for a different podcast because i can get all right so we're gonna
0: wrap this up soon but first we're gonna take a break we'll be right back guys
1: hey guys this week's episode is also brought to you in part by valentino's floral designer brandon williams brings an unparalleled vision and artistry to the world of floral design whether you need a beautiful bouquet for your loved one or flowers and decor for your wedding or event visit Valentinosfloral.com and together you can create something extraordinary you're welcome And we're back, guys. Thank you again for tuning back in. We have a special announcement that we're super excited to share with you all. Woohoo! <laughs> it has to finish. Let it finish. Shout out to our In Studio Live Orchestra guys, <laughs> they've been amazing um they've been on hold this whole time but yeah Anyways, thank you orchestra you can go now <laughs> you guys can go now your check is in the mail <laughs> um but K okay, nicole what's our first announcement because i'm really excited to get into these
0: all right so our first announcement is that we are expanding our streaming services and platforms that we will, will be available for you guys to listen to us on so we will now be partnering with wxsj 97.3 that's sunshine jams based out of miami um 9 a.m monday through friday and 10 a.m saturday mornings so if you don't live in miami clearly you can also listen to us on wxsj97.3.com so let me give you guys a little rundown if you're interested in connecting with wxsj or if you're a music um lover or if you're a musical artist looking to get some radio play so are you a music artist looking to expand your reach many artists don't know where to begin when trying to get their music played on the radio W-X-S-J 97.3 is Miami's new number one hit station. They provide an exclusive opportunity for radio airplay through their network of radio stations worldwide. Social media promotion packages are available as well. So if you're an artist who's ready to take their career to the next level, head over to W-X-S-J 97.3.com for more information. And we'll see you at the top.
1: Yes, ma'am. Alright. Come guys. on, sponsorships. Come
0: on. We're on
1: the radio, y'all. We, we on fancy. The radio. We and fancy shit. now.
0: Like <laughs> don't, don't sit by me. Don't right. sit with
1: me. Like, <laughs> how long are you been podcasting? Because right, this, right, right. this is episode three and I'm like on the radio. And I'm on all the radio. Right. Like, I mean, what's like, taking like, you? So oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't sit with us. No.
1: And on Wednesdays we wear pink. But anyway. So
0: Don, um, where else are we gonna be? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh,
1: Second uh, announcement. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Oh, the orchestra no. came back. <laughs> right.
1: They're back, guys. If <laughs> you can just file, file and get in order. Sorry about that. Ignore the door closing. Um, no. So our second announcement, guys, we are officially on Apple Podcasts, which Woo! is super exciting. Um, I don't know if you guys are excited, but my Apple users would be super excited like that. That's where I use all my For sure. You know, podcasting needs. I go to Apple. Oh, thank you for the applause!
0: Thank oh, late, so better late than never.
1: I mean, listen, it was overwhelming. <laughs> um, honestly, too much. But, um, <laughs> no, we're super excited, guys. So, um, if you're an iPhone user, you can head on over to Apple. Just you know, the purple podcast emblem on there. Click on there, type in mm-hmm. "all black." We're the first ones that pop up. So, I was having a moment this week of like, you know, gratitude because I was just like, I'm a podcast whore. Like, I right. love them so much. And so, I was scrolling through like all my. Podcast that I listen to and just seeing us come up in the lineup is like really cool. Our little faces. Oh, no, so. I am so excited. <laughs> oh. That was an
0: ugly cry, Sorry. Don. Don't
1: ugly cry. That was my... <laughs> I didn't sound dainty. I didn't sound like Kim Kardashian. No, oh, you
0: actually sounded like a pit bull. You were
1: like a... <laughs> I, I thought that sounded very light and <laughs> vulnerable.
0: That was a very manly cry, Don. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. Don's the no, man. but seriously... <laughs> But no, um, we're really excited, guys. So we're on the radio. Super we're online, and um, fun fact um, that the station that we're partnering with—they have—they're they're online, but they have other stations that they're partnered with in LA, mm-hmm. Atlanta, even a couple in Brazil, Woo-hoo! and they're working on some overseas contracts. Yeah, they so, are. Like people are going to be listening to our voices, like mm-hmm. internationally, globally. Yep, it's going to be kind of cool. I'm totally so, excited,
0: and I'm very, very grateful for every opportunity that we get. Um, the Off Black Podcast, as you know, guys, we want to be a podcast for everybody. You know, um, when we talk about, you know, everybody feels a little off, it's the truth. So I feel like the message kind of resonates to everybody, whether you're black, white, off black, off white, you know, a little off Asian, whatever it is. What I just feel like I can't wait for the opportunity to kind of touch people and hear their thoughts. So be sure to DM us if you guys have any ideas or if there's something you'd like us to cover or something you're interested in just getting our opinion on. Or if you're going through something personally and just want to talk to us about it and get our unfiltered opinion. You know, we're here for you. So feel free to send us whatever it is that you guys would love to hear us talk about. And we're definitely open to that.
1: Absolutely. DM us, guys. Um, all the social medias at Pod. That's Twitter, Facebook, and, um, we'll Instagram. The other one Instagram, 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 <laughs> and also off black, the podcast at gmail.com. If you have something that's like really on your heart, you want to send us an email, send it to us. We'll read it on the show. We'll keep you anonymous. Um, and we'll definitely give you our opinions and just, we want to hear from you guys and just share Right. And if you stories.
0: guys, you know, want to get really personal, you can give Don a phone call on his personal phone. His phone number is three. Okay. Oh.
1: <laughs> so what you won't do is get an answer from me.
0: Never mind. You're it was it was an idea, block. but now he's backing out. Don't worry.
1: And, <laughs> and I'm gonna let it ring the whole time. That way, you know you're being ignored. Then you'll be blocked. Then you'll be blocked. <laughs> if you don't have my number before this episode, then you won't be receiving it after. But this. our
0: DMs are open.
1: Okay. Now that's different. <laughs> You can slide up a NitMub like am just Split. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so we want to just announce that for you guys. So tell somebody to tell somebody. We're really excited. We're on. We, are we can super officially excited. say we are on all platforms now. Yay! So high wherever high. you find podcasts, we are on that beach. So get into it. Um but anyway, let's just go ahead and wrap this up. We've been talking a lot today, guys. So we want oh, yeah. to just give you our final thoughts on the episode and then get on out of here, because, you know, the day is so Fine, what, are, what are your
0: final thoughts on this episode? There was a lot to unpack. There here. was a lot
1: to unpack. I feel like we went on some rabbit holes. Um, I think I just want to wrap it all with a little bow on top and yeah, say, sure. like, um, let's just take this time. If you're, like, in my situation where things are uncertain, you're not working, you're quarantined, you know, it's just basically you in your room every day. Um, I'm personally trying to take this time to go inward, go in my mm. inside myself, sit with myself, sit in silence sometimes sometimes i'll be in there and no tv's on no music is on it's just trying to work on myself and be the best me that i can be so i'm reading my books i'm listening to my podcast i'm doing what i can i'm meditating whatever that quiet space is for you like i feel like we all should be doing our best to get our mentals together our as well as our physical health like we're stressing vitamin c and working out and cleaning everything let's get our insights together too because your mind can break you faster than your body can amen in my opinion So just keep your head up, guys. Hang in there. We're going to get through this. I don't know when, but like I said, as long as we keep ourselves together, we got each other's back. We're going to be fine. So that's my thought for the week. Just quarantine and chill. Right. Make it the best you can.
0: Quarantine (laughs) and chill with Off Black.
1: Right. And I just just, share your same
0: sentiments, Don. You know, same thing, guys. Make sure that we're staying safe. Make sure that we're keeping our mental because, you know, like we talked about, we're humans too. You know, we've been feeling the same thing you guys have been feeling. If y'all are feeling some type of way or just need someone to talk to, hit us in the DMs. We're here for you. It is a tough, tough thing we're all going through, but we're all going through it together. So let's make the best of it, you know? And to Amen. my fellow creatives, keep being creative. Yeah. Um, I'll probably drop it on the page just for you guys' enjoyment. But me and some local Orlando makeup artists, you know, we're doing the little Don't Rush challenge, and that's gonna be pretty dope, and we'll probably be dropping that tomorrow. So, you know, just be creative. Take this time to do whatever it is that you want to do. If you want to start that podcast, now is the time. Start the podcast. If you wanted to start your own online boutique, now is the time. Start your own online boutique. Mm -hmm. You know, there's something that you've been wanting to do that you can do from home now is the time you know yeah so jump on it do that you know start the business do what you got to do and you know best of luck to you and like i said guys we're here for you so
1: absolutely creators create now create. more than ever now is your time now and follow the rules and do follow. don't be crazy but as long right. as it's under you know if you're following the rules like i said if it's like two or three people as long as no more than six people in right. my space right. and you get your mask on and everything mm-hmm. like that like Yeah, shoot. Do things. Come up with, create things. Like, we need art right now more than we ever needed it before. Stay safe, though. Please, stay safe. Stay safe with it, but also entertain me. So. Please, we're <laughs> I need it, creatives, we
0: need you. We need each other. Yes, but. I saw um, a makeup artist that I know who's also an educator. She was one of my makeup teachers when I was in school for makeup.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
0: um, you know, she was like, hmm, funny how y'all be making fun of us, creatives. And mm-hmm. she's like, but now you need artists. Now you right. need, and, you know, she's like, just remember, keep that same energy. Okay. <laughs> right. I was like, correct.
1: That soon. is facts. So you guys sure.
0: be great and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Yep, we're getting out of here, guys. See Bye. you later. Have we on the radio. Run.
0: We on the radio. Hey. Hey, hey. 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 Turn up. Turn hey. up. Hey.
2: All I see is black and white. Hey. Black and white. Black and white. Hey.
1: Podcast is brought to you by Anchor.
0: Produced by Don B and Kay Nicole.
1: Our original music is by Shawn Michael,
0: and our original artwork is by Erratic Ink Art.